Welcome back to the Tomahawk. I'm Mike. Matt's up top. Justin's on the bottom. We're going to talk about the Hawks. The Hawks. And most importantly, we're going to talk about the NHL trade deadline, which is, uh, we've been talking about it. It's great. It's a lot of fun. But uh, we'll get right into it. Hawks played Columbus twice, beat them twice. You know, a lot of people talk about Columbus being a tough team. I think they suck. They've always sucked uh, up until recently. I think they've had a good team for like maybe a year. We could maybe even say 80, 95 games out of their out of their whole uh, history of their organization. But either way, uh, we beat them today. You could see the disgust in Patrick Liney's face tonight after he scored that coast-to-coast goal because he knew his team was going to win no matter how, uh, how good or how much of an effort that he gave. So, Matt, starting with you, what did you think of the series? Uh, I think it was must-wins, both of them. They got them, which right. was good. It was game one. I thought the first four minutes were, oh, boy. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I keep hearing that uh, – Coach Colleton took his time out, and they're making him a hero, oh, yeah. and they're going to give him the Jack Adams. Oh, I yeah. Thought, I thought he was pretty bad. They were pretty bad after that timeout, and I think the Jackets just kind of kill themselves with the penalties. <laughs> and uh, I do, and I think they're giving a little too much credit to the coach. But That was planned. That was planned on Colleton's part. Oh, yeah. It's just they the Jackets, I'm sure Tortorello, even tonight, just – gave it to them for i mean these were two games they could have easily won yeah I, in my opinion yeah yeah he's probably eating bricks right now cussing out some poor journalist fighting domi i guarantee you he, after, I, I, after i wouldn't do that riot. i wouldn't do that if i was him oh, yeah, you gotta worry about the old man then yeah don't touch my boy <laughs> it, 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 it amazes me how much that guy's stock has fallen. You remember when he got drafted? It was like Max Domi, Phoenix. Max Domi, yeah. and yeah, oh yeah, he's. I mean, I take his old man at this point over him. You know, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I, so, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't fight any of them, dude. No, no, he's no, got the, not. No, no, he's got that. Uh, he has his because uh, Ty. Ty was a strong guy. He was mm-hmm. strong. But I mean, he was small, but he was a really strong guy. And and uh, Max was, he was throwing Connor Murphy around a little bit, dude. Oh, mm-hmm. he ragdolled him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, holy smoke. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, whatever. I'm just going to let him do this. They could take well, the four-minute penalty. His teammates, not one of them came in to help him out. Like, I'm like, no, not at all. fly by. And I'm like, dude, it's your freaking teammate. Get over there and. Get him off him, you know. They get not the linesmen. Yeah. The two linesmen had to break it up, but oh, there's team. I'd be all over that guy. I don't care how if it was Max or Ty Domi, I'd <laughs> get my ass kicked. But I'm still gonna try, you know. Yeah, and right. we'll we'll pound the sticks on the side on the bench, you know, for you afterwards as they're carting you off. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> for off. what that's worth, you know. Special you see somebody, older. guy, <laughs> some guy, some guy get his uh, his head caved in, and they're tapping their sticks for him. You well, know, like that was his head caved, his face caved in. Matt's you know, a killer. Matt's a mess. <laughs> we have a we have a we have a team of uh, Toivo Teravainens. That's why we we don't have a team of of we don't have any tough guys on our team, man. I mean, I'm not saying there isn't any toughness because obviously Duncan Keith is a is a really tough guy, and I would think that Connor Murphy could defend it's himself. Tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I I agree with you. I think somebody should have should have stepped in to to try and get him off of him. You know, mm-hmm. well, in that first game also. We were really 
out shooting those guys. Like, right. I think we were up like 15, 10 shots on these guys. And I think it was like 15 to three at one point. What's that? I think it was like 15 to three at one point. Yeah, they were bad. And I mean, their, their goalie kept a minute and he's actually a pretty decent goalie. A lot of people don't give him a lot of credit, but yeah, uh, but still, I mean, the Hawks led up and the Jackets almost caught him in shots. And I'm like, oh, man. And then line A scores late. And it's like, oh, geez. Yeah. So, but I'm glad they finished it and they got the double. Held on. Yeah. Held that on. was a beautiful goal, though, man, by Liney. Oh, tonight? Yeah. Yeah, that was sick. Coast to coasty. That, yeah. that might be one. That might be a goal, goal of the year, to be honest with you. Well, not goal sweet. of the year, but I mean, not that was touched. really good. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it was a Connor. I hate I hate to to say this to him. Hopefully, Patrick Laney doesn't hear this, but that was a very Conor McGregor type of goal that he that he did there. Because, oh yeah, because he was when he got drafted, he was like, I I think I should go number one. He thought that he was better than Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor or Conor McDavid? Oh, Conor McDavid! <laughs> Shit. <laughs> My we bad. Have going the whole night. You could have had me going the whole going, night, man. But I didn't want you to start doing this thing. That <laughs> yeah. Walking around like that. Yeah. Proper yeah. number 12. That was a <laughs> uh, that's all right. It's all good. Yeah, Vit, that was a total Connor, uh, Connor McDavid goal, man. It was. Yeah, it was. Yep. It was. Um, he had a really good goal the other night. I mean, we, gosh dang, man, I want to, I want to go off onto the NHL because, you know, I just hate Columbus. I just think that they're, they're just such a terrible organization. I don't think any, any guy on that team wants to play in Columbus. I mean, these, these were two bad games, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, the, the Blackhawks are, they're, they're fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, Bowman's, you know, tra- trading, you know, trying to stack up the, uh, stack, stack up the, the, the farmhouse there. And, uh, pretty much thrown in the towel like hey if we make it to the playoffs whatever and you've got a you've got guys on the team that are that are that are fighting and and wanting to play hard and and make it in and Columbus is uh you know they're just toiling there to be honest with you and uh I thought that there were two bad games I mean you pretty much hit the nail on the head uh the the Columbus Blue Jackets pretty much beat themselves Mm -hmm. Uh, but but at the end of the day the Hawks won you know and, and they got four points that they really needed uh, Nashville won yesterday, I believe, in overtime versus Dallas. Uh, yeah. You know that's murder. But their their schedule is going to be getting really hard because they're going to be playing Carolina and Florida, and they have to they have three games against the Hawks. Uh, and I'll tell you what, man, I think those three games, if both teams show up, I think that there could be some really exciting hockey. Justin, do you think that? Maybe it could be a preview of what the Hawks can do with that three-game stand versus Nashville coming up uh, at the uh, I sure as hell hope so. That's for sure. I mean, they're two points out of the playoff spot against Nashville right now. I mean, stat-wise, goal differential for the season, they're only a few goals behind them. They're both minus, so you're, you know what you're getting. You know, they're not necessarily the offensive juggernauts that they both once were. Uh, I think the fact that Nashville is not really relying on Renee anymore, they got uh, their, their, I wouldn't call him a backup, but he's, he's kind of taking the reins now. Right. Um, So he, yeah, Soros has been playing amazing since I think he was hurt earlier in the year since he came back, he's been playing really well. Um, It's, it's going to be do or die. Right. And I mean, if I, I I hope they crawl back in, I mean, like I said, I will happily eat crow. I know the last episode I said that uh, they're not going to get back into a playoff spot, Um, but I'm getting it ready. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah, gonna I, eat my I hat, agree, right? though. I agree with you, Just. I think the Hawks they're gonna just run out of runway. I think the the one thing not to not to change subjects, but I think the one thing that's been kind of interesting, especially with today with the trade deadline, is from everything I've read, it seems like uh, John McDonough when he was with the team, he kind of was having his hands in the cookie jar a little bit, trying to make moves for the team, right? Like he was really? kind of influencing Bowman. From what I've read, I I mean, who knows? That could be a bunch of crap, but. If that's the case, some of those moves that Bowman made that didn't necessarily make sense, it makes you wonder, is that McDonough that was kind of a little more over-influenced than he had? But now Bowman has been promoted. He's got full, full, you know, he he calls all the shots. So now you're seeing him maybe rebuild in the way he wants to a little bit. That's giving me a little positivity, if that's the case, because I'm not a Bowman guy to begin with. I know we've talked about that ad nauseum in the past, but yeah, um, I mean, it's it's been cool to see him kind of rebuild on the fly a little bit more. Um I don't know. It's it's going to be it's going to be really interesting these last last couple of weeks, last few weeks to see if they can really hang on. I don't know if they have it in them. A lot of these young guys really have to, uh, you know, pull themselves up by their own bootstraps, so to speak, and see what they're made of. But uh, we'll see what happens. You know, what do you think, Matt? Well, uh, I don't know. I, I kind of. Well, with with what just said with McDonough, I could I could actually see that because I think when. McDonough first took over. Remember the whole Havlat Hosa ordeal? Mm-hmm. Like when um they they Dale wanted uh Havlat because he was the team MVP. And then McDonough wanted Hosa, which McDonough he Smart won that. And yeah. yes. But I you could be right about that because Bowman is doing you know, he's doing stuff different. He's getting, you know, picks and prospects and that's what we need so i gotta give him a chance i guess i'm not a fan of him either i'm a no. i'm a dale guy but i guess we'll we gotta wait and see what you know what we're re- rebuilding on the fly like you said mm-hmm. so we just gotta be patient i guess what do you guys think of the merit of of this i thought that from from the summer when he said that you know there's going to be some changes that it was going to be a full-on rebuild from the guts up. And to be honest with you, the team that he put together, I thought is a pretty talented team. It 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 doesn't seem like it's a guts rebuild, but in, in a sense that it is. It's like a hybrid rebuild in a way. Do you think that this is the way for, for them to go, T- to have these what's somewhat ready-type players with – more guys in the, you know, in, in Rockford, just ready to come up. Yeah. I mean, I think as long as you have Kane on the team and he's producing like a crazy man, like he is this season, you gotta, you gotta at least use him and keep going. Right. You can't throw in the towel. And if tapes comes back, that's even better. I mean, who knows how he'll come back, but I feel like you have pretty much one of the best American born players we've seen in our lifetime for sure. I mean, my besides maybe Ronick or Hull, depending on how you want to debate that. But, um, or Madano, I know Matt's Madon- real, I big, real big Madano, 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 Madano. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I mean, I feel like, yeah, I mean, as long as you got some of these superstars still on the team, or in this case, just Kane, I mean, you might as well just kind of reload as opposed to tear it down. You know, it's keeps the fans engaged. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Because if if they com- do a complete teardown, like not to not to switch sports, but like the Cubs did all those people that have jumped on board with the Hawks for the last 10, 15 years, I think you're going to see a mass exodus of fans because they're not going to stick around for, 
you know, that's fine with me. I forty <laughs> point seasons. Yeah, and not exactly. miss anything. I knew, I knew that was coming, man. I knew it. I like knew that say, was go coming. Go back to saving you. electricity, turning off the lights in the sections. Nobody's sitting I, in. You know, I can go get some nachos and be maybe, done in a minute. Maybe yeah, uh, those are the days. Yeah. Maybe season ticket prices uh, come back down from the clouds. Yeah. Well, <laughs> mine were four hundred fifty fifty bucks. The I think in '06 when I bought them and. People were like, why in the hell would you invest money in that? And I'm like, I, I just enjoy going, you know? Yeah. And, and it kept yeah. going up and going up and going up. And then those same idiots are calling me for a game. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see how it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving forward, guys, where do you see the Hawks say within the next week? We'll start with you, Justin. I'd say they're still going to be outside looking in. I could see them maybe two to four points out. Maybe if Nashville has a game in hand, I'd have to look at their schedule, but I could see them still hanging on barely. I think this last game against Columbus, I feel like Columbus kind of imploded a little bit on themselves. I think that was more like Matt. I think it was Matt that said earlier, I think that was more Columbus losing than more the Hawks winning, I guess, in, to a certain extent. Yeah. Uh, I still keep waiting for Dallas to turn it on and like ratchet up uh, the standings, but that hasn't happened yet. So I think Two, two to four points out, looking on, looking up, uh, but in the fifth spot at this point. What about you, Matt? Well, if you lose one against Detroit, that's it. I mean, these you, like they did their job. They beat the Jackets twice, and they're below us. We got to beat these guys. Same thing with Detroit. You can't go in there cocky. You got to play desperate and block shots, get ugly goals, and play full 60 minutes. Yeah, um, it was nice to see Connolly get a goal tonight. Just kind of stepped right in and um, yeah, and and, yes. and and contributed big time. So uh, well, so that was I, I good thought, to see. Um, Stillman looked pretty decent too. I, I yeah. thought he played good in his own zone. I think he had one uh, turnover that uh, resulted in the first goal, mm-hmm. but um, for the most part, he he made a couple mistakes, but he recovered and he actually looked like he has some offensive. Um, you know, like some, he wants to jump in the play, which is what defensemen are now. There's really no guys that and I'm playing D first and they kind of want these guys to be thinking offense more than playing extra defense. In my opinion, right. he was jumping in more than I thought he would. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm glad for, they gave him a for shot. Game one. I'm glad they threw him in. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. So moving on to the NHL trade deadline, we'll start off with the hacks. What do you, who did they pick up and and who did they sign? Go ahead, Matt. Oh well, we traded uh, Soderberg back to well, he's going back to his old team, uh, the Avalanche. I think we just got a couple. Oh no, actually, we didn't get picks. We got uh, two prospects, uh, Rollison and Dickinson. Mm-hmm. I sorry, I've never n- couldn't tell you anything about. Uh, I thought you said Rasmussen for a second. I was no. like, no. <laughs> Actually, and this is something I heard too. We traded uh, Jan Mark, which I liked him. He was I did kind too, of a, man. But I heard that he wasn't their first choice, Vegas. I know Vegas was in on Taylor Hall, and obviously Boston got him. And I was hearing Getzloff was on mm-hmm. Vegas's radar, and I I think he's too loyal to the Ducks, and he didn't want to go. So they called the Hawks and got. Uh, Jan Mark and uh, we got a second round pick for that, which is yeah, that's not bad. And a fourth, he, I think. I think we got uh, second maybe a and a third, third. I think third for the twenty-two. Yeah, third for the yeah. next year. Yep. Yeah. Wow. 
And then we traded just like minor trades. I thought Highmore and that Gaudet guy, is that him? Yeah. I don't yeah. know too much about the guy. And then that Bowie or whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, yeah. They traded him to Vancouver too, right? Vancouver, yeah, but hey, I think so far we won that Florida trade with getting Conley, Stillman, and then uh, who's Borkstrom. the other guy? Uh, Borkstrom. Borkstrom. That was the. That's like the go-to that I think was yes. the main deal. Yeah. The so far, piece. I like that deal. That's good. We got some picks. Um, and you know we can't forget about Vinny because I think since he's been in the lineup, there's been speed, and it's him and. Uh, uh, Kubalik look good together. They look like they've been played together for a couple of years, actually. So. I, I think they're like five and two yeah. since Vinny came on. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't like that he's wearing number 28. I don't think yeah. anyone should be wearing that number, but. Nah, that's Larmer's, no, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. dude. And he, he, that, that number should be in the Rafters, man. So it should yeah. be 27, quite honestly. It's just, uh, I know Ronick left on bad terms and probably yeah. should have said some things, but he's still, I think. Uh, was a great Blackhawk, and so we, we, if if they do retire Larmer's jersey ever sometime, and the twenty eight's up there, can we get like a little flag on the bottom that says, you know, Mark Bell wore this number two, or <laughs> or you know, in in the in light of that, maybe when they when they hang Taves, we could say uh, what well, Tyler Arneson wore this number two, or Denny Arkhipov, <laughs> Tyler Arneson. Oh man, bunch of rough bombs. Uh, <laughs> all right, cool. So, uh, so it looks like the, the Hawks made some pretty decent moves. These are definitely Bowman moves. Um, I think that uh, I want to see how Borkstrom's going to work out. And uh, to be honest with you, I thought seeing Stillman tonight that he he did he did look um, yeah very anxious to get into the play, and I think that's a good sign no, because no, it's a tonight either, Mike. Yeah, I know, and that was a good thing. Do you notice that they won? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's a, he's pretty big. Stillman is kind of like I was like, oh, Zadora. Oh, wait a minute, that's not him. They're they're two tall, y- younger guys, and I don't know. I mean, I, I still like Zadora. I think we should give him a shot, like a full season. I think he'd be a good player. It's hard to find defensemen that hit like him. Still, you know, there's they're usually like Mitchell. <laughs> that guy ain't gonna hit anybody. Yeah. No, so. So, so is that is that Collinson sending him a message saying he needs to play better, or what is that for the scratch tonight? Maybe, See, the th- maybe they thought they were going to trade him. Yeah. <laughs> the thing Possibly. is, is I that his name was out there too. I mean, Zadorov can hit, but the thing is, is that Mitchell can pass and he can skate without falling over. That's a skill to have. Those are skills. Those are defending. important skills. That's all I. Have, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Hawks are done. Let's move on to the rest of the NHL. I know you got something good for us, Matt. Let's go into the box. We'll go for a uh, what a ten minute misconduct today. What do you got, man? It might be like a domey like penalty <laughs> today. Yeah, a, do- a domey headbutts. Uh, he headbutted the ref. We'll get a ten minute misconduct. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got, man? Proud like old man domey and someone <laughs> poured a beer on my head, so I had no choice. <laughs> oh well. Today, there was 26 players that were moved. There were 17 total trades. It's one of, like, the lowest numbers since, like, 2000, I read. Um, But in my opinion, I think the Leafs did the best today. I think... Oh, okay. (laughs) I think they did the best. They actually got Riley Nash, 
uh, last night, I think, just, right? Wow. Yes, they got Riley, uh, Riley Nash, yeah, a couple days ago for a seventh round. They traded a seventh round pick in 2022, so that was, you know, no big deal there. <laughs> well, and then getting um, Nick Foligno, I think, is a very underrated captain. Yeah, he's a for sure guy, and I know he's pumped to be on that team. He's going for a cup. Uh, they also got that David, how do you say it, Riddick or... Uh, David Riddick, I believe. Does that sound right? Or is it Riddick? Maybe it is Riddick. I can't remember. And he was a, he was going to be a starter. They thought there. And I think that was a smart move. And it just kind of tells you that Anderson's going to be out for a long period of time. Yeah. They got a pretty solid backup and, uh, they did lose tonight against Jake Allen. Sorry, just that's pretty bad. Not one of their (laughs) finest moments. That's for sure. Um, and then I got some other notable trades, uh, Mantha went to the Caps. I don't know what you guys think about that, but he was a top prospect for Detroit, and he they thought he was going to be like a Sergei Fedorov-like type of player. I think the, the thing that I took away from that was I couldn't believe that Richard Panic was a part of that trade. I didn't even know he really? was still in the league. Yeah. And, I didn't but, know that yeah. either. Verana, yeah. Verana or was yeah. it Jake? Yeah, or Panic. Jacob Verana or Jakob Verana, yeah. And then a first round pick and a second round pick in the following year. So I mean that's that like like you said, Matt. If he pans out, even if he's half of what they thought, yeah, you know. So, yeah. well, and then you guys probably heard Taylor Hall went to Boston for mm-hmm. second round pick. You people were like a second round pick. Why not a first? Because the guys only got two goals, and not New Jersey Devil uh, Taylor Hall anymore. Yeah. But and I think uh, I think they retained a bunch of his salary for Boston too, didn't they? It wasn't like yeah. half the salary. It's just they gave up permanently today. Like there's no hope. And uh they actually traded uh Monitor to uh Florida. Steve Monitor? No, not that guy that guy's dead. <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's yeah. That's Mike for you. Uh <laughs> he's probably gonna take over for uh, Ekblad being yeah. hurt. I- out going to be out probably rest of the year their season yeah. yeah yeah and tampa got uh david savard which is somebody i was hoping the hawks would go for but what are you going to do tampa's loading up again getting ready to go and uh the avalanche actually got another goalie uh dubnik which i think was a good move for Sackick because uh they're they they overplay that uh grubauer a little bit and he gets burned mm-hmm. out round and they they're they're going for it this year too and their backup is pretty young right is it frank 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 and swa i don't know how to say his that's i don't know how to say his last name but shut up oh he let up uh let's see one goal in three games with them though, oh I that's good last. so okay. i guess dubnik's just more insurance but yeah, yeah i thought oh. it was good for them oh yeah totally can't hurt you guys know about the um the islanders trade with palmary mm-hmm. and aj palmary scored a goal he's already pitching in but I mm-hmm. thought the most underrated trade today was Jeff Carter going to Pittsburgh under the radar. I thought, okay, put this guy with good players. He could do some damage. He's got two cups with the Kings. He's got mm-hmm. experience. I think I that's him. a good trade. I know Mike hates him because he used to bleach his hair when he was on Columbus, and yeah. I don't blame But yeah. he's a <laughs> That was only acceptable in high school, and he's long past high school. So. It's 90s. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, I, 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 I can, I did not know that Steve Monador died, man, from CTE. Yeah, yeah, he that's had. crazy. Yeah, 
Yeah, he had a rough go at the end there. It's it's sad. It's I didn't sad. know that, man. Yeah, you're a dick. Yeah, I'm I'm the, I'm a dickhead of, of the day. You know what, man? It, it's 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 unbelievable. You know that that guys, you know, go through that stuff. I mean, you love watching the game, you know, and all that. But it's it's rough to see when you, when you turn on the news and it's like, oh, uh, Bob Probert uh, died, Steve mm-hmm. Monador died from injuries from from playing, you know, from playing yeah. professional sport. It's absolutely think, brutal. I don't think Probert died from playing. I think Probert had another lifestyle that. Yeah, he did. He did, opinion. but I know he he obviously fought and he had damage, but I think he, well, he did had CTE, didn't he? Too. Yeah, he also took a lot of oxycotton in the end. To, to I I don't know if you guys read his book. It's really good. I've heard no, I haven't read it. He he had. I think he was taking like six oxycotton's a day and drinking like holy Coke smoke mix. That's Jeez. what he. That was his drink of choice at the end. He didn't stayed away from the beer and, but yeah. he. I was his heart was pretty much so enlarged it was mm-hmm. just pretty much stopped. Oof. Wow, it's rough. Yeah, it was a good book though. Oxycontin. I'm not even going to get into that stuff. <laughs> go on ahead, Bat. Sorry, man. Oh no, no, no. Go ahead. I'm. I'm. I don't know if you guys. Well, I don't. Maybe I can ask you guys. What trade do you think is probably the best one for the team? for are we talking just in general the whole league yeah, like the most uh, my my opinion the jeff carter i think was a pretty pretty good trade for the pittsburgh penguins i think yeah you put anybody like that with crosby i i think the guy's gonna his numbers are gonna go way up and he's got playoff experience and they're they're gonna make it so i think it'll oh, help yeah. a lot just i do think, like I the full trade too that's i, I think yeah i not to not to be a homer as I had my Leafs head on for a second there for the audio listeners. Uh, but yeah, I think the the Felino trade is awesome. You got a solid veteran. Although I was looking up his his stats, he's our age, Matt. So that's really depressing. Uh, he's he's thirty three, so he's my age. But um, I think he's an, he's he's got experience. He, he's a former captain. You know, he's been up and down with Columbus in terms of the when they were riding high when they swept yeah. Tampa a couple seasons ago. He's been in the trenches. I think that's an awesome signing for a fourth liner. And I think, again, not to not to be biased, but that David uh, Riddick, Riddich, I'm going to have to learn how to say his name now that he's on the Leafs. But uh, that's awesome because Anderson obviously is going to be out for a while. So you got Jack Campbell, who, by the way, is 11 and 0 now. Uh, but you wow. got Riddich. Yeah, you got Riddich backing him up, who two years ago, he was like up and coming. He was 27 and 9 for Calgary two seasons ago, and he had like a 9-11 save percentage. So, I mean... If that's your backup, like that's, I'll take that any day of the week, right? That's so very I think, good. I yeah, was surprised so, when Calgary signed uh, Markstrom from Columbus, or yeah. not Columbus, sorry, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver, right? Yeah. And it's I like, think, well, what are they doing with this guy then? I mean, yeah. he pretty much got brushed away. So, so I think I think that was good. The other thing, in terms of just trades in general, I think the thing that I found the most interesting was just how willing to part with draft picks the gms were this season i felt like it was even more so and like matt you were saying how hall got a second rounder but then someone else got a first rounder and then this guy got a third rounder for next year but you know i was reading online and it makes a lot of sense they said this draft coming up is such a crapshoot because for the longest period of time with covid the scouts couldn't even go and watch these guys so they only they're looking at tape or they're looking at zoom calls you know with with kids uh, didn't play a lot of the kids and they didn't play right so So, I mean, if, if, if it's go time and you're, you're a cup contender and you're going to throw out a first round pick, 
Yeah, I, to- I totally get it. So, I mean, if, if yeah, you're going to do point. it, this is the year to do it. So that yeah. was just something else I, I thought of uh, earlier today. But I think the Feligno, Feligno signing is or the trade is probably the biggest. And for everything that you said, but I would say number one would be uh, leadership and character. Mm-hmm. If you look up and down the lineup, there's a lot of young guys on there. Uh, and maybe Tavares doesn't know how to lead these really, really young guys, to be honest with you. Might but be right. You you have these young guys. And I look at Feligno, dude. I mean, he he looks like he, he can rip your head off. Do you know what he's I mean? He's a playoff guy, too. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, without up. a doubt. He's yeah. going he's gonna to walk into the into the locker room and demand respect, and it should be given to him considering mm-hmm. uh, considering who he is. Uh, I, I think that's huge for the Maple Leafs, and that could be something that, that pushes, them, uh, pushes them over, to be honest with you. I did think it was funny. I saw on Twitter last last night, was it when that trade was announced? He said something along the lines of, you know, Leafs fans. I, w- I grew up a Leaf fan and they said, well, what's your what's your worst memory of the Leafs? And he's like, uh, the Gretzky high stick. I'm not a fan of Kerry Frazier. <laughs> and I'm like, that's awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, that's excellent. You just you just totally uh, all the Leafs fans are going to totally be on board with that guy now. So I thought that was pretty cool. Well, they will be in the playoffs. If you look up his highlights. In the playoffs oh, yeah. for Columbus, that dude's a he's, gamer, man. He turns it on yeah, in the is. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. he's he built so, for, for them. Yeah, good for them. Well, cool guys. You guys got anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, ride this out, see how it goes, and uh, hope for the best in terms of the Hawks. It's just, uh, it's exciting. You know, they were showing the calendar of the se- the games left, and it's like a handful of games. It's it's going to be over before you know it, and we'll see where they end up. We got a month oh, a month left That's of good. hockey. You know, it would uh, yeah. And to be honest with you, I love, I love, I love, I love Hawks hockey, man. I love it. And just seeing, I don't really watch a lot. I mean, I do. I mean, I will watch some hockey, but seeing it on, it's like comforting to me, like in a way, Mm -hmm. you know, and when it's all over, it's like, gosh, dang, man, now we got to wait until October for more Mm -hmm. hockey, you know, like this freaking sucks. Because the, the 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 baseball season just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. You know, we have about a month left of hockey, and uh, or maybe more, d- depending on how it works out for the Hawks. But um, I think we've seen a team that has that has really um, pu- punched above their weight limit, and they they fought hard. And you can't really ask for much more. So I'm excited to see what they uh, what they bring out, and hopefully uh, they go out on their shield and. And not into not whimper out into the darkness. So uh, yeah. that's all that we got for you guys today. We are releasing our podcast on audio only for our YouTube subscribers. If you are watching this, uh, search us on your favorite app. We should be on there by the time you listen to this. And uh, let us know what you think. Leave a leave a, a message in the comments, and uh, we'll get back to you guys. But until next time, this is Mike, Matt, and Justin. We're out.